Hello, guys, and welcome to the Benny Mudra podcast. I'm your host, James Benny, and today we have a really special guest. We are talking about past lives, and past lives is such a mysterious topic for so many people, and including myself. It's such a mysterious um, avenue to go down. Um, so we have Faith Strang here who is an intergenerational healer, I hope I get that correct, who specializes mm -hmm. in past lives, healing trauma through past life regression and work, um, right? I, is that kind of what, I'm, what, you're, what you do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't know how to like, yeah, I didn't know how to phrase it. You know, we, we go off the cusp here on the show. I'm, so we're just kind of jumping in. So yes, you're a healer who deals in, uh, past lives, karma, dharma, and yeah. for many, okay, and for many people that might be listening, um, they're probably like, what the hell is that? Some people might not have ever even have heard of past lives, or they mm -hmm. have, and they kind of think it's like new age mumbo jumbo. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started down that path um, or realization that you can connect to uh, past lives. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. I just love everything you do. I'm so excited to be here. Um, so my mother and my grandmother um, were both healers. They both were trained in this modality called spiritual response therapy, which uses channeled charts and a pendulum to identify and release um, past life trauma. So just like trauma that has happened to us in this incarnation can manifest in many different ways if left unhealed, the same is true of our past lives, re the idea of reincarnation. Mm -hmm. So um, I grew up with this, uh, these sort of broad, big concepts and never thought I would do it as a career, but I did start doing the work myself. I picked up a pendulum, which working with a pendulum is an example of what is called an idiomotor response. And an idiomotor response is when you have your body has a physical reaction to a subconscious truth, like your eye starts twitching when someone says something that's true that you don't like or that resonates with you deeply. Mm. And and so a pendulum is really an extension of your subconscious. So and at the time that my grandmother was um, introduced, my mother to this, you know, hypnotherapists had been using it. You know, other people in the profession had been using pendulums, and um, there was this one gentleman who um, saw, who said that, well, if you can use a pendulum to access your own subconscious, we should be able to also access the collective subconscious, which I now understand is mm -hmm. called the Akashic Records, which is the iCloud of everything that's ever existed or, or ever will exist, every thought that's ever occurred, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so in my understanding of worth, working with a pendulum, I was communicating with my high self which is um, your spirit, Holy Spirit, the direct connection to source energy. And my mother started uh, communicating with spirit with her eye blinks. She was able to get the number of the chart that she was using um, to clear and release. And she was able to get a yes or no answer in, in a relaxed state. And so I started doing that too. So in my early 20s, I developed this relationship with high self that I didn't really think much about because I'd always just known about it. 
and, um, you know, was pursuing a career um, as a performer, as a writer. And um, then uh, eventually I was like, well, this is unsustainable. This is not satisfying for me. What what brings me joy? What 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 do I really love? And after a, um, a few months of soul searching, I was like, oh, I'm a healer. It's, it's in my blood. My grandmother did it. My mother did it. I've been doing it this whole time. I didn't even realize it. And so I uh, pursued, I had already done a couple levels in Reiki at that point, but hadn't really done much with it. I pursued getting my, um, my Reiki master level and started, um, and started my business and started doing Reiki. And while I was doing Reiki with people, my eyes were just blinking furiously. I was just knew I was doing clearing. Um, just sort of surrendering because the idea between behind this kind of work is that we're just shining a light on the things that the conscious mind can't get to. And so it's just going, oh, there's a wound there. There's a, there's something going on there. We're just releasing it. We don't need to go into it. We don't really need to know everything about it. We're just getting enough information to let it go. Mm-hmm. And in, as I started doing Reiki and started my practice, I realized that there was a connection between the chakras and unhealed past life trauma, that these traumas could um, affect how activated the chakras could become, our energy, our energy centers along our spine. And um, so as uh, Reiki, which I call the gateway modality, it, it opens up channels in us, right? And as I was practicing more regularly, my own clear clairvoyant abilities were opening up, my clairaudient abilities were opening up, and eventually my business turned so that I was more focusing on on working in the Akashic records. And it is um, so this gift because of the, you know, what my mother and my grandmother were aware of that I'm able to access them in this sort of waking state. Um, So it's different from a past life regression where someone would take you into a meditation, you would really go in and experience that Mm -hmm. um, incarnation, whatever that might be to, in order to gain the clarity that you need. Um, And this is, goes very fast. So in my sessions, I do, um, you know, we will we'll cover, cover several different incarnations. And the point is always to just clear away the crud that's holding you back that we don't understand. Mm. We all have like triggers that we don't quite know or phobias. We're not really sure where they come from. And when we start zooming out and we go, you know what? I don't think all the answers can be found, you know, between birth and death, what we call birth and death. Mm -hmm. And when we start to zoom out and just accept that I have lived many lives before, all of a sudden it's like things just make sense. You know, why you have this weird relationship with your sister and why you have this weird knee pain and why you have a phobia of water. All of a sudden we go, oh, because these traumas happened um, that um, that have never been examined or healed because we have never before been as old of souls as we are before. We've never had the resources available to us before. We've never had um, the time and the, um, the global connection you know, that technology has allowed us before. And so um, it's really, um, it's really freeing. It's really um, enlightening. And, uh, and the point is to, to just allow, I call what I do restorative spirit programming, because it is the process of allowing the brain to rest and clear away everything that is making us get into these spirals 
this karmic stuff so that we can then begin the process of positively reprogramming our brains so that we feel empowered to create our own realities. Wow. Well, that is a mouthful. <laughs> and to some people that might be listening, they might be like, what? But yeah. the gist of it is what I'm getting is that you connect to a higher power, whether it's your higher self or some heavenly state, right? Or where perhaps spirit guides or masters or God, quote unquote, or angels, whatever you want to call this energy, kind of shares this information with you. Yeah, is that what I'm feeling? It's, it's a shared information or is it literally like when you are channeling this information, is it almost like you're just walking to an eternal library, you know? So I guess my question is, is some, is an energy feeding you this information or are, is it, are you literally tapping into like that place where all of these things exist and you, your own self, your soul is actually retrieving that information. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. And okay. I would say that that's, that's, that's what it is. It is like oh. I'm, I'm entering the library mm -hmm. and it is, you know, this space that everyone, we all are capable of accessing. Um, it is available to, to everyone. And it's like, I'm just, I'm, I'm able, I see it first. And then I am able to, with this relationship, I have sort of confirm or deny if what I'm getting is on the right track, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Because I'm mm -hmm. sure it's not like you are getting the clearest picture. Because I know in my work too, you get bits and pieces. Sometimes it's like a puzzle. You have to kind of put it together. And other mm -hmm. times it comes in like really clear. So you're, you yeah. just know it. Um, yeah. So faith, past lives, let's just talk about that. So right. <laughs> is that based on the fact that our, our souls um, have reincarnated into many other lifetimes? Um, and that perhaps we are trying to reach some type of enlightenment. Um, we are trying to wrong the rights. We are trying to learn the lessons that perhaps weren't learned. Um, does our soul have play an active part in reincarnating? Because, you know, some religions like Catholicism, I mean, they don't believe in reincarnation. You know, it's just, they don't believe it. Like we die, we go to heaven and there we are. Um, mm -hmm. And other religions do believe in reincarnation. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so I know there's a difference between spirituality and religion, of course. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. um, what is that process of past lives? Like, does our soul choose this or is it just an endless real of lives that we just keep living over and over and over and over again, because that sounds awful. <laughs> to yeah. Me. yeah. 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 It does sound awful. Um, <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's interesting to note too, that, you know, um, the original teachings of Christianity included reincarnation, which were excluded from the Bible um, by Constantinople for political purposes, basically uh -huh. when the original, um, uh, you know, matriarchy uh, mm -hmm. was in play. Um, there, this was very common, um, and it was then it was then extracted. It was extracted from the Bible as we know it now. So it's my understanding that like, so there's source energy, the universe, right? Mm -hmm. The all that is, and yeah. there's at at a certain point there is a spark. There is a spark of 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 a soul desiring to have an adventure, we'll say. Mm. Desiring uh -huh. to have an adventure to expand and grow and experience everything that 
source has to offer. And in that moment, the soul separates and decides to begin this reincarnation journey, which does not go on forever. So we'll, spoiler alert, okay. we'll say it doesn't <laughs> go on forever. Um, and, and so our soul will age. Our soul will age, which is how we get this idea of like, oh, they're an old soul or, oh, they're a young soul. Um, because some of us have, and there are some souls that have just, have, have, been, have been around a little bit longer. And there's no worse, there's nothing better or worse about that. Just we don't get mad at a baby for being a baby, right? Um, we're not like stupid baby. You can't, don't know how to read or walk, right? Um, and so... <laughs> And so what happens is, and we kind of have these levels that we go through. And as we learn these lessons, learn these levels, we grow up, you know, we ascend, we get a little bit older. And eventually what happens is we exit the karmic cycle completely. And we have learned everything we needed to learn. We've experienced all that our soul wants to experience. And we return to source energy again as an expanded um, expanded energy of high frequency love and light. And now that will take centuries upon centuries for most of us, right? But there is, um, it is uh, comforting to know that um, the end, like the end end is something even more miraculous and joyful than we can even imagine. Mm. Which People who have experienced near-death experiences have relayed having experiencing something kind of like that, that new documentary on Netflix, right? Surviving yeah. Death. In the first episode, they talk about that. So it's not just, you know, it, it's because of, and they talk about because of medicine, we're now able to bring people back from the brink. And we have so many people are reporting similar experiences mm -hmm. that um, we go, okay, well, this, we, there has to be more than what we see here now. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. It's, yeah. there's so much evidence out there that our soul continues. That This is yeah. not the end all be all. And I hope to God it isn't because there's yeah. gotta be more than this earth plane. And that brings me to kind of my next question. Do souls reincarnate? Okay. A, is reincarnation based on karma? Like if I was a horrible person in this lifetime, am I going to be reborn an ant or, you know, mm -hmm. something like that? Is that really in play? Um, mm -hmm. And um, do we incarnate to other, uh, I don't know, worlds besides mm -hmm. earth? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, right. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful questions. Um, so... It's interesting because I found myself early on being drawn to work with animals as well. And I have found that um, in utter surprise to myself that um, uh, mammals and birds are in the same karmic cycle as people, at least at this point in time, which means that we choose the bodies that best serve us in that time space reality to learn whatever lessons we need to learn meaning that it it isn't you know in in some you know traditions it's thought that you sort of you know start as an ant and then you're this and then you kind of work mm -hmm. yourself your way up to human but i've worked with 
you know, horses, dogs, cats, hummingbirds who were older than most humans on the planet and had been humans before. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I work with animals who thought they were going to be a human and then they're mad about it. And so we're doing clearing to get them ready for that ascension, for that next mm-hmm. journey. So now it's, um, it is, it is, so if you, your karma does um, influence how you, what lessons you will learn in your next incarnation, but what that looks like is different for everyone because what suffering looks like to everyone is different, if that makes sense. Um, so, um, you know, we all have, uh, you know, seen people in this society and in this, uh, place that we are in now, um, that, um, it will be interesting to, they will probably not come back to this earth for a while, um, which sort of is moving right into the the next part of your question, um, which is that you are absolutely right. Earth is not the only place our souls go. And this uh, comes from the channeled work that is in spiritual response therapy that my mother and my grandmother both did. So I do get downloads. um, So the Akashic records also include um, other planets, um, past lives in other dimensions, parallel lives, parallel universes. Um, It is just our souls have experienced so much more than we have ever been taught to think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is all valuable. And um, the older we go, the more places we've we've been. So the more places we travel on this world, we may feel familiar to, we may feel like we are home, feel some kind of recognition. The more we learn about different, um, you know, star seed races, which you may have talked about on this podcast before, different high frequency extraterrestrial races, which we've had so many channelers by this time who have identified them, that we can identify them. We've been different star seed races um, and been in all these different realities, which we don't really have to understand. Whenever I'm in my sessions and something like that comes through, I'm like, just is what it is. Don't try and think about it too much. Your brain will explode. But it is so much more than what happens on this planet. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that clarifies that kind of concept of that your soul not only could be reborn here, but it goes wherever it needs to go to learn that lesson. And we just don't know where those other dimensions live are, you know, we just don't know um, that much um, right now mm-hmm. by meeting the future, they'll understand it more deeply. Um, and, you know, and there's also some like quantum physics and some philosophies that say that, um, that everything is happening at once. And so that these past lives are actually all running at the same time. You know, it's just like every parallel life that's happening is just like a sandwich, one on top of the other, on top of the other, on top of the other. And we're all just, your soul is experiencing everything at once, which could be really mind blowing <laughs> to think yes. of like some bizarre, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, structure that our soul is within some type of multi-level marketing scheme in the sky (laughs) that we're just building on, you know what I mean? And you hope the person on top is doing a good job, you know? Um, and some people say that that's how we can pull from places because we are connected to this, like this, this energy, this, this, this Mm -hmm. string of light or whatever you want to call it, this strand that just connects us to Mm -hmm. everything 
in this dimension and other dimensions and beyond, beyond, and beyond. Mm -hmm. And that's when your mind can start to go a little bonkers. Yeah. And we know that um, we are only using a fraction of what our brains are capable of, right? And Mm -hmm. as we begin to use, um, as we go, as we begin to use more parts of our brain, these worlds and this information is more available to us. That's what meditation does. As we relax more, we are literally using more parts of our brain, which is allowing us then to channel or be just be more receptive to um, the frequencies and the energies that are surrounding us at at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. it really um, all starts with um, it all starts with the mind. Yeah. It all starts with the mind. Yeah. Yeah. And so I agree with you. It, it is all in our mind. Our, like the, the capacity of our mind is, is unreal. Actually, what we can do, what we are capable of in this body and in this lifetime, if we just put in the, I would say, the practice or the dedication to really tapping into that. I do believe that we all are psychic. We all can kind of acquire this information. But some people just can't. They're like, I can't. I'm not there. Their soul maybe is young. They can't connect to that space. And so they need to go to people who can mm-hmm. to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And so past lives or working through past lives, like I don't know, many lives, many masters, that famous book, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the mm-hmm. author, Dr. What's his name? Brian... Weiss, right? Brian Weiss. Yeah, yeah there we go. Yeah, I think um, so. that sounds right. You know, yeah. yeah, he was a doctor, you know, hypnotherapist, and he kind of just, it just started happening with one of his clients, right? And so he kind of made this concept more famous, maybe, um, in like the 80s and 90s, right? I think that's when it was like the 80s, um, mm-hmm. when the new wave generation kind of came in in the 80s and affirmations and Louise Hay and Hay House. Um, can it be, and now I'm just being playing the cynic here, that it's... It's a philosophy, kind of like another therapeutic intervention that people can use to heal themselves because maybe sometimes it's easier to think that this trauma that I'm carrying has a higher purpose, right? That I, mm-hmm. it, I, I'm not just suffering here on earth, that this mm-hmm. trauma, this karma, these fears that I'm holding, um, maybe they are coming from a different place. Maybe I've carried them into this lifetime. And it almost, I don't want to say eases someone's mind, but mm-hmm. it can allow them maybe then to see it as something that's outside themselves, right? Something that is just a part of their uh, existence here on earth rather than, you know, this is it. There's nothing else besides this. This is your trauma. It happened here on earth. You're trying, you're going to live with it or you're not going to live with it, you know? And so sometimes like going into like a fanciful place of past lives and all you lived all these lifetimes where you, oh yeah, if you are scared of spiders in this lifetime, oh yeah. In this lifetime you were bitten by a giant spider, you know, like mm-hmm. it could for some people who are more imaginative, I don't know, for me, it could ease the pain of mm. the trauma. Does this make sense to you? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I think so. No, go ahead, please. Uh, I was going to say, you know, I think what, what comes to me is there, you know, w- what I get sometimes is there's this thought that like, oh, if I'm doing this work, that that absolves me of responsibility, like, or, or, um, I've, I, you know, the, all these things have happened to me, like, oh, there's, there's, there's nothing I can do, or that's just the way it's going to go. But it really, um, goes hand in hand with the spiritual work we're already doing and the body, mind, spirit connection yeah. that we 
already have. Um, and, you know, it is, um, it does bring, I would say, you know, if, if, if someone is in a situation where it makes them feel better, you know, there are famous old soul atheists that, that we've, that we've known. Right. Um, and, and, and they, uh, you know, if, if people choose, uh, we, we always have a choice. We always have free will. Yeah. And I believe because it feels good to me that, um, it's, it feels good and it feels true to me to explore these realms in conjunction with my own spiritual work while not paying too much attention to the details. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, and I, I, Abraham Hicks is a, a great teacher of mine and, and it took me a, a, a while. I, I looked up once, you know, Abraham Hicks talks about past lives just to see what, what, what they would have to say about it. Um, and, you know, their perspective is, it's not, it's not worth it. It's not, it's not anything you need to be concerned about because it doesn't have anything to do with this moment. It's mm-hmm. just a distraction. And I really had to consider that. And I, because I, I realized how, you know, and that is, that is the, that is the temptation. That is the possibility that you can get so obsessed with. Mm-hmm. I was a queen or this horrible thing happened to me. Right. Yeah. And if that's the case, then yes, that becomes a distraction from the real work now in this mm-hmm. moment, which is to follow your bliss and to live, you know, live the best life that you can. Yes. Um, and, but so the work that I do is more like, okay, yes, we see that. And now we're calling on our guides, our angels, um, mm-hmm. anyone who wants to come through to just remove it for us. Mm-hmm. So this is really sort of picking up where the spiritual work leaves off um, mm-hmm. into that space of, I'm just surrendering this. I don't need to understand it. It doesn't help me to, to look at it too mm-hmm. much. Now everybody's different. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, it's so it, I would say like, yes, it can be a a philosophy that maybe makes someone feel better. And I would say if that's the case, then, you know, great, go for it. it. As long as it doesn't distract you from what's happening in this time space reality. too. Exactly. I agree with you because there's a lot of spiritual bypassing that can happen and you can put faith in these modalities and then you just kind of ignore the truth of what's going on in your life. You know, you're kind of handing it over saying, oh, I'm going to live in this mystical place. I'm going to live in this imaginative state when really we're supposed to have like both our feet on the ground here on earth and be living and taking action. So uh, what you said was interesting about like how you don't really have to know if you're, let's say, or you don't pay too much attention. So you as a healer, so working with someone and you feel intuitively, oh, there's some past life crap. <laughs> you know, come yeah. To yeah. me, I kind of felt like it was like, almost like um, a doctor and patient scenario. You know, mm. the doctor says, you need to get your appendix out. Don't worry, I'm going to take care of it. And you go under and they take the appendix out. So yeah. I got a sense that like what you do is like, oh, as you're doing a healing, you feel past life stuff. You try to call in the guides, get rid of it. You know, a lot sounds like it happens at once. And the person doesn't necessarily need to know everything that's going on behind the scenes. They just need to feel better, right? Um, because yeah. past lives, um, people journey to them. You know, 
past going into past lives isn't a party trick. This isn't something you go on, you know, you're on Santa Monica boardwalk, you know, uh, getting a reading. This is really a modality used for healing trauma a lot of times and, and releasing things and helping people understand and opening up doorways of healing. So, mm-hmm. so I get it. Like, and, and, and people can't do it on their own. They do need a facilitator there. Mm-hmm. So as the facilitator, since so much is going on really in your subconscious, um, you're, it's right. They, they don't really need to know that that much. So that's what right. I, I got from what you said. Almost like, again, that doctor-patient kind of relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I've never heard it described that way before, right. but I think but that sums it up really, really well. And I think that I, uh, you know, I also act, act as, a, as a filter. You know, if I'm seeing something that's, you know, disturbing, like I don't have to tell them that. I can just be like, there's yeah. some bad shit happening. Like, yeah. and we're, we're releasing it. You don't need it anymore. Yeah. And, you know, in talking about trauma, what, what I found is that, you know, no one, no one gets out, you know, unscathed, right. We all experience mm-hmm. trauma. Um, and, um, but what can happen is if we have other trauma from past lives, we can't even deal with the thing that's in front of us because we're getting these triggers that make it so much harder for us to move past it, to to do whatever healing is necessary because we have this other junk that's like getting in the way. So once we release this other junk, we can like deal with, okay, I can just like deal with my relationship with my mother. I can deal with this financial Mm -hmm. stuff that I'm going Mm -hmm. through. Um, Once we're like free of the burdens of Mm -hmm. the trauma that our soul has experienced. Yeah. 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 And I I believe that, you know, holistic healing is healing through the body, mind and spirit. And so, yeah, the body, mind, check, check, but who helps heal through the spirit? It's not a huge thing, you know, and when people hear that, they think of priests going to confession or, I don't know, doing these types of things um, where past lives really would be in in that category, like healing your spirit, you know, getting Mm -hmm. rid of the junk and the junk might be from some other time or place because, Mm -hmm. right, like it is proven that our souls continue. And so Mm -hmm. if we're continuing somewhere from here, then Mm -hmm. you could probably go into the past anywhere. So, you know, it, it, yeah. it's, it just is there. It, it is there. Mm-hmm. And it takes a talented medium like yourself to be able to connect to that state of mind and that or go to that Akashic record place to help someone really uh, let it go on that spiritual cellular level. Yeah. And yeah. this work has been it's very profound and it's really helped people. Mm-hmm. Right. It's really, really mm-hmm. helped people um, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um Mm-hmm. So I have a question. So uh, just let's, I just, you know, let's do a little demonstration. So you can connect to the Kashik records. Yes. So for our mm-hmm. listeners, mm-hmm. maybe they want to kind of hear you in action. I know I've seen you, you're kind of been in that space. I could see that you've been channeling and kind of grabbing your information from, you know, subconscious spaces. So right now, just me sitting with you, I'm a client, let's pretend, right? And I come into you mm-hmm. and I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. Faith, I don't know what's going on, but here I am. I'm open to being healed. Sometimes I feel crappy. Sometimes I feel great. You know, I'm, I get anxiety. I whatever. Um, I'm all yours, right? Um, would you be able to to connect to any type of soul life that I might have had? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it will. And it's, um, you know, it, and it's all for the purpose of healing, of, of, yes. of course, right? So whatever's right at the surface, it's, that's what we are, that's what we need to see in this moment. So um, I would, uh, you know, first I would say, is there something I have to do with the chakras? Are we using that as a portal to see mm-hmm. what needs to be healed and released? Or are we just going right in? And, uh, you know, so we're just going right in, Let's right? Going, so yeah. I would say, okay, Right. So I would say, okay, yes, there's um, a download coming through. Yes. This is a past life. Yes. And then I'm going to ask if it's on earth or elsewhere. Yes, it's on earth. So then um, I like to get a a century. I like to get a time period. It it brings, Mm -hmm. um, you know, some, some context to it. So, um, so I'll get a, a time period. I'm going to the 1400s. Um, and it, at this time, then I would ask if you were um, a male or a female, because again, that can just bring context mm-hmm. to what we're looking at. And you were a female at this time. You know, most of us have gone back and forth and and, and been, you know, mm-hmm. different genders for whatever served our purposes at that mm-hmm. time. And I would say, yes, you were a female. Now I'll go into the world and I'll see if I can get a location. Um I am getting like um, Southeast Asia somewhere at this time. And um, then I will ask uh, about how old were you? Um, You were in your 20s. You were 22 at this time. And, um, you know, for, you know, people who are listening, you know, my eyes are sort of blinking, giving Mm -hmm. me numbers and I'm affirming or denying um, with my eye blinks here. So then at this time, I'll say, okay, so were you married at this time? You were not married. Um, You were, but you were also not living with your, your, your parents at this time. Um, You were um, um, very, um, you were very, uh, you were very, poor in this in incarnation uh, financially. And um, I am seeing you living in um, some kind, some kind of um, community, um, but there was no family there. Um, you were not married. You did not have children, which is always something that I ask as well. So of course we, for some souls, um, not having financial means can be perceived as trauma, not always. And that's actually not what is coming up for you right now either. So then I would ask, is there a perceived wound here? And I say perceived wound because we know in an intellectual level, um, as we continue to study the great spiritual works Mm -hmm. that we are spirit we um, are infinitely connected to source energy Um, but our soul will uh, something will occur and we will perceive it as traumatic and so and there is a perceived wound here and it is something to do with um, with the body, with um, with your health, I think that you were um, you were ill at this time something in the lungs not bronchitis but um, like pneumonia is what's coming through. And you did, um, you, you did, um, you did die quite, quite young. Um, not too long after I'm sort of dropping in here. So, and there was, a, you were a younger soul then than you are now. Of course, if it was you, James, at this time, you would have been like, all right, I need to get some herbs. Like I got to like find someone, but you just didn't know what to do there. Mm -hmm. There, there wasn't really an option for you Mm -hmm. at that time. And so now we're looking into sort of what is remaining somewhere in the subconscious, in the vibration as a result of this experience. Um, and, um, 
there is something coming through of, of, of feeling, you know, um, the sort of feeling of pushing against a wall it is, is what's coming through, um, which can take place in, in, in any, and it's not necessarily just about your health or your physical body, but it is connected to the heart chakra because the lungs and anything to do in that space is connected to the heart space. So, um, we would, there is something else here, um, that is, um, yeah, there's just, um, a feeling of, um, there's some despair coming through, like just an acceptance of like things are just hard and that's just how they're going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is um, that is a false belief right now. You know, you are someone who has done tremendous healing already. Obviously, we know that. And so this is just getting to whatever else is remaining somewhere that we don't really understand anything remaining um, in in that light. We just ask that it be cleared and released and surrendered to source. And the healing is, and and in that moment, the healing is happening. The mm. surrendering is happening. Um, this aspect of your soul, which is an aspect of yourself, is experiencing, like, now I just see this, there's like this, in this young woman at this time, there's like this light sort of coming out of the chest, this sort of freedom mm. happening um, with the understanding that as she transitions, um, that that there is such love and light for her there that she has not experienced in this, in, in that incarnation that was so difficult for her at that time. Um, and now you, James, of course, know that that is accessible to us in any time space reality. Mm. Um, and it's so beautiful. You have shadows behind you right now of your plants and they in fact look like wings on, on one <laughs> side of you, which is quite nice at this time. And so then I would ask, is there anything else? Like, was there anyone in this incarnation that is with you at this time? And I'm getting no. And then that's, and then that's just it. And the healing is done. The healing is happening. And that's all we need to know about that. That's all we need to know about that. Wow. That's That's pretty intense because, (laughs) you know, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, as the host, you know, if you don't know, I'm also a healer and I do this work. Um, I try to stay in the very much like, I don't really know this topic and I really want to pull as much information as I can. And so I'm really just open just to experience what you just did. And as soon as you started, my stomach started to mm. cramp. Okay. Mm. I had like physical reactions starting to ha- happen in my body which mm-hmm. I thought like, what is happening? You know, I was like, this is really weird. Mm-hmm. And you said 22 and 22 is, has always been my spirit number. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, it comes up always. When you said that, I was like, uh, here we go, 22. Of course that's showing up. And mm-hmm. when you said something about hitting against the wall, yeah, that has been a theme or, you know, everything is hard. Why, why is it so hard for me? I'm never going to, it's never going to happen. Good things happen to other people, never to me. You know, I, I definitely have that, had it and still have it. And I work mm-hmm. through it now, you know, I work through it. I don't let it get the better of me, but it is a theme. So it's very interesting. So what mm-hmm. I'm saying to you is it really like touched me at a level where at one point mm. I felt very emotional. Like I felt energy mm. kind of coming into my heart and then I wanted to like cry. Like I had this like mm. feeling of needing to release something and, and tears seemed to be the way. And mm. if we weren't live right now, maybe I would have, you know, but um, mm-hmm. that was the feeling I was having in my body. So I think that, and just like that, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's remarkable. I think it's, it's mm. it was a remarkable experience and I was not expecting to have that, you know, I was, mm. I was not expecting to feel that way. Um, so thank you for that. That was really beautiful. Mm. Um, and for me, just by hearing that, you know, I'm like, okay, like I can handle this. Nothing good ever happens to me thing. Now I'm realizing that it is not, doesn't have anything to do with this lifetime. It, it doesn't. It gets me off the hook. It, it gives me a feeling of uh, grace or being able to move forward or like step over it, you know, mm-hmm. leave it in the past. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like leave your past in the past, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you go into mm-hmm. your past lives to then really leave them in the past. And I get it now. You're not supposed to drag them with you, but I guess we do, you know? Mm-hmm. So thank you for mm-hmm. that for that experience. I thought it was lovely. Um, do you have to, uh, believe in this work? Um, and you know, Faith, it's funny because like this work is so profound and it's a shame. And this is maybe one of my, you know, uh, Dharma, my Dharma here on earth is to really spread this, spread spirituality, make it mainstream, make these modalities a real way to heal because they truly work. Um, why isn't this taught? Like what, why don't you mm-hmm. think this stuff is taught, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think there's been a, you know, a lot has to do with, um, with religion and with mm-hmm. how tied our, our world and our, our culture is to it and sort of the confines of it, um, believing that we, um, you know, n- need that other figure to help us access the the divine or access these realms, which, you know, and I think we both come from a place of like, I'm just like facilitating, like, I'm just helping you. I'm just clearing these locks to help you get there yourself. Um, but I think it, 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 it is becoming more mainstream. I, you know, when, when, when I, when I do, when I do uh, Instagram lives, when we do Clubhouse, when we do these bigger events, people are so thirsty. I'm always surprised by it. Mm. And I think that, you know, we are older souls now on this planet than ever before. You know, this awakening is happening, um, Mm -hmm. which you are a part of playing a very big role in. I'm so happy to um, be a part of that as well. And um, I think that we in our lifetime will watch it become more mainstream, Mm -hmm. much more mainstream as more and more people are 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 beginning to see that the way that they have been living feels unsustainable and they're just not getting the answers or the peace um, that they feel like they, or the ease that they Mm -hmm. feel like they should. And people are getting more and more curious um, and just looking to, um, to sort of find answers anywhere. And so it, it, it hasn't been because um, this is some of those, uh, you know, very ancient teachings that have been stuffed away for a very long time for particularly us in the West. But um, but I um, I I I have it's like not even faith or hope. It's like something even more than that. Like, I just know it is it is transforming and and it is unrolling in and it is people like you and I and the people who are a part of Bene Mudra and the other, you know, people I see on Instagram who are making it snappy and making it fun, who are 
Um, it's I've heard you talk about this before. You know, we are the natural evolution of the Hay House generation. Yeah. Um, we yeah. are making it accessible and fun and 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 more. Um, yeah, easy, just easier, just easier for people. Yeah. 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 Because it is easy. Yeah. I think that's yeah. one misconception of spirituality. It, it seems like it's so difficult, but even the most difficult texts to understand, broken down, it's easy. It's yeah. love yourself, love others, live in joy. I mean, it's always yeah. that basic principle it keeps going back mm-hmm. to in many different ways, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, no, and I'm so glad that you're a part of it as well. And I do believe that this this next generation of healers and, and artists um, are really here to expand the consciousness of this world. And and in Kabbalah, the Kabbalists mm-hmm. believe that our generation, because I believe we're in the same generation, mm-hmm. um, is the generation that has come to healed. So in a way, in Kabbalah, they believe that the second coming of quote-unquote Christ is a movement of a bunch of people. Mm. It's a, it's it's not a person, mm-hmm. it's an energy mm-hmm. and it's a feeling, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I believe that as long, you know, everyone doing Christ's work or Christ's mm-hmm. consciousness is, mm-hmm. is resurrecting this, is bringing this back. And there is mm-hmm. a movement back to love. And I think it is beautiful um, especially coming out of Corona and we're dealing with that whole situation. It's a whole other bag of worms. You know, people are, like you said, seeking different modalities to help themselves. And let's face it, like mental health in this country is bottom of the list, you know, and, and mm-hmm. it's awful that people that are suffering with that are just, they're stigmatized so dearly. And I believe that if we look at mental health from a spiritual standpoint, we really could change it. We can change, mm-hmm. you know, the, the concept of mental health. You know, mental yeah. health isn't mental health, it's spiritual health. Everything is a spiritual problem. My guru said in New York Kelly, she's like, everything's a spiritual problem. There's nothing that's not mm-hmm. a spiritual mm-hmm. problem. Every single thing is. Yeah. So it's, you have mm-hmm. to handle it spiritually. Mm-hmm. So for anyone listening, it's like, if you have mm-hmm. a problem, it's a spiritual problem and heal it spiritually. Basically Mm -hmm. that's like a Mm -hmm. really nice way in, you know, Mm -hmm. bypass, you know, a lot of maybe the pain of, you know, going to a thousand therapy sessions, you know, um, and going nowhere. Cause I know a lot of people that they do so much therapy and they just aren't getting, they're not getting it. It's nothing's really changing, but they'll come to a healer. And in one session, they're like, boom, like, oh my, how did I not grasp this? And so that is Mm -hmm. the power of the work that you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is the process of remembering. It is Mm. the process of remembering who we are, which as we said, is this infinite reflection of source energy. And when we don't feel that, that's when we feel separated. That's when we experience mm-hmm. suffering. And now, you know, it, it, it takes a very long time to get there. And we have to work through all body, mind, and spirit to really feel that to our core. But when you feel that to your core, mm-hmm. nothing can phase you. Nothing can yeah. phase you. And the spiritual work, spiritual mental health, I just love that so much, is the process of remembering this, this infinite connection. Yeah. 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 When you said that, like, it's a process of remembering. um, I don't know where I got this from, but I believe in even in the Bible, uh, Jesus Christ, who I believe was the great ascended master said himself, remember me. And I think when he said that, remember me, it's just remember God, remember the God in you. Remember that that's Mm -hmm. who you are. 
And if mm-hmm. you have that inside of you, then you can look anything, right? You're mm-hmm. just so powerful. And I think yeah. that's maybe what religion, you know, has put a stop to because of, you know, a plethora of reasons, control, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing against anyone who's religion. Religion has saved many people's lives and it's great, you know, mm-hmm. it, but um, mm-hmm. everything in moderation, right? But um, a lot mm-hmm. of spiritual teachings and religious teachings oftentimes clash, you know, they do mm-hmm. depending on what modality. So that's why we're more in the metaphysics, the quantum physics, uh, spiritual law, kind of that's what we govern here at Benny Mudra in this, especially this podcast is more about the spiritual aspects of things and past lives mm-hmm. fits right into that. So mm-hmm. I want to thank you so much for being with us today. And I really hope that this enlightens listeners to what past life healing really is and how you can use it to really do serious healing work, you know, um, because healing is serious but should be done with a smile. You know, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Yes. It doesn't have to be Smurf. sitting yeah, and you're, you're... filming for hours and hours. Yes. It is playful. It is creative. It is all of those things too. And mm-hmm. it is deep stuff, but we can have a joyful heart while we're doing it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. And I believe yeah. that's, that's the way in. And so I recommend highly, Uh, anyone listening to book a session with you. um, I think they would really benefit, especially if they're going through some type of trauma that they can't pinpoint in their lives. Um, You can be found on Instagram at, what's your handle again, Faith? At at the real Faith Strang. Yes, that's S-T-R-E-N-G. Yes. Great, at the real Faith Strang. And if someone wants to book you for a session, they can also find you at bennymudra.com under the booking and they could look you up. You have tons of videos and classes that you've done that people can kind of go back and rewatch and take a look at to get to know you before they want to maybe uh, invest in that type of work with you. But I truly recommend it. Um, It was a pleasure to have you again. Thank you so much. And any last words? To our listeners. Um, no, just, you know, anybody who's listening, you know, you we are all alive together at this time, at this very exciting time. And I just want to say, you know, thank you to everyone who's curious, who's interested, who's on their spiritual journey. Um, they're helping to raise the vibration of the planet, you know, so and it's just beautiful. And, and I'm just so grateful to be here with you. And um, thank you so much. Thank you so much. We are blessed and highly favored. Yes, thank you so much. Everyone have a great rest of your day.